What did you say? Say it again. Later this week with Coco and Friends. That was my bite. I needed that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I made it sound like a question. Later this week with Coco and Friends. Later this week with Coco and Friends. With Coco and Friends. <laughs> Le fond du vent comme les éoliennes à l'ancienne Comme à l'époque des parties dans les blocs en cool air Que bambata, donner la vie où il faut Les valeurs de base Hi Hello there Okay, can you hear me? Because I'm plugged into like power I can hear you perfectly Alright, good Because I'm I'm plugged into power I'm, un, I'm under the fear That I'm going to be shut off just like the lights were in Bethlehem during the birth of Jesus. Yeah, that was a, a trying time in our history. Mm-hmm. You don't want your to go off. No, you don't. And as the Bible says, go tell it on the mountain. <laughs> for Jesus Christ is born. Well, I got to tell you, we got a hell of a show for you tonight. Do we? See, I don't even know what's going on. Fran has a surprise, and... I barely have a surprise. It's barely a surprise. It's a surprise. (laughs) It's a surprise. I'm supposed to dial in this anonymous person in seven minutes. So, I I don't know what to expect. I'm kind of scared. But this is how we roll. Not Not only are we bootleg... But we are very impromptu, and what's the other word? Obonpon. Obonpon, yes. That's that's French for when things you don't realize are in the sandwich, are in the sandwich. So, (laughs) like, you're like, oh, lettuce. Oh, okay, there's a peach in here. Great. Oh, chicken toe. Delicious. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because a French will throw fruit in anything, right? (laughs) Like... You're just eating a, a random salad, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, croutons, delicious. Oh, blue cheese dressing, wonderful. Pineapple, hmm, who would expect that? <laughs> I, I realized something else, um, and you've mentioned this about doing a food tour. Mm. We seriously need to. Like, Shocker. Like, I, I, I mean... And I envisioned this where we're at a restaurant and we sit side by side so that we can prop up our little camera sure. <laughs> on the table and stuff our faces. This is the way we should be doing things. What you got there? Prancer. Mm, I like it. What kind of tea do you drink? Because of you, Uh-oh. I'm drinking peppermint, but... If you can see, I'm double bagging it because I've got peppermint and green tea. Damn. Do they not have a combo in the United States? They do, but I actually like the green tea because it's really strong. Sometimes I think what they do is they try to Lebanese it by (laughs) pulling out the peppermint. (laughs) And then when you Lebanese it, it's kind of like not enough green not enough peppermint not equal balance so i feel like if you throw two bags in there like you throw two sacks at once you know that's a really good idea actually like like mixing two two different bags oh and also you don't know i put a little bit of like just a hint of you're gonna think i'm crazy i put a little hint of 
my pumpkin syrup in there and it is delish. Pumpkin syrup? Mm-hmm. It's a little mix of everything. It's a mix mosh. Uh, it sounds like it. <laughs> Listen, when my butthole's clean, you're going to worry. Uh, I'm always worried. <laughs> um, so should we should we um, like end this recording and start the new one with all three of us or what? Well, the fact that you said let's end the recording, now that's tacky. So now we can't end a recording because now it's on tape and everyone's heard us say we're going to end a recording. So now there's no seamless continuity. You clearly don't know the magic I perform when I edit. I Listen, I heard your last episode. Let me tell there was, you, there was some damage in that beginning of that episode and you fucking made it clean as shit. There was some. Damage. There was like a Christian whore in a bathtub in the beginning of that episode. <laughs> it was clean, <laughs> clean. I, 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 we, yeah, I experienced some. That was good. You did a good job. Thank you, thank you. So, what do you want to do? You tell me. You direct. Well, I can't. I wish I could invite someone else. That's the thing. Like right okay. now, unless. Okay. Unless you've got the link, why don't you send that link right now? I don't know if it'll work. Well, let's see. Hold on. Try. Keep talking. Okay. Tell the people what you did with your feet this weekend. Um, I, well, I didn't really do anything with my feet, although I do need to change my nail color. I gave myself a manicure, though. Yeah. I have nice light gray Yes. So now this person yeah. will be able to just join us. I hope so. If this doesn't work, then I'll have to we'll have to stop this and read. Well, I love that we're giving everyone behind the scenes. There's nothing clean here. There's nothing. So listen, I got nothing tonight. All I have is my personality. And I did shave my balls for this show though. Nice. <laughs> It's all about hygiene and cleanliness. Mm-hmm. Plus, I hate hairy balls. They're gross. Hello? Hello? Hi. Who is this? <laughs> this is Erin. <laughs> oh, hi, Erin. Hi. <laughs> I believe we have met once. We did so many years ago. So, so many years ago. Yes. That's awesome. Well, welcome to our Thank show. Thank you so much for having me. I've been listening to you guys, so I'm so excited to be on your show. Well, we're excited too. Fran, Fran has uh, kept me in the dark with this, and this is now really nice <laughs> to, to know. <laughs> yes, this is fun. This is like a super, super surprise right now. Sweet. Well, so how it, are- if you want to join us, Aaron, on um, Zoom, you can. But if not, that's okay, too. Because we don't record Zoom. It's just more of us to see each other. Yeah, whatever. Well, yeah. I, uh, yeah, let's do Zoom. That's fun. Because then I can see your facial expressions and all that. Sure. Okay, cool. <laughs> because, Aaron, see, Aaron, this is why I love Aaron. And Aaron, why you get that, I'm just going to talk yeah, about sure. it. Yeah, sure. This is why I love Aaron. Can you hear me? Because, Colleen, why are you making a face? Well, you were crackling, that's all. But, no, I wasn't crackling. Okay, it's all good now. You made that up. That wasn't really happening. <laughs> okay, I just clicked out of whatever. Forget Zoom. Let's just do that. <laughs> it's nice okay. to see you guys for a second. Well, <laughs> if if you zoom, if you mute your Zoom, 
it'll work because that's what we're doing right now. Well, what's annoying is I'm on my iPad and honestly, the buttons don't even pop up. Usually I, knew, I use my, my work computer, but um, whatever. It's fine. Well, if you go back, if you go back to Zoom, I think I can mute you. Well, I was still muted. I think it's like my, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, this is fine by me. It's, okay. It's fine. I'm just looking at a big E on the screen right now. So <laughs> E is for ejaculation. Yes, that's correct. So anyway, so Aaron, this this is our shit show end of the year show. Great. So it's like a taco dumpster fire shit show. Wonderful. Well, you know, I have an idea for for us if you'd like to try it. Oh, you do. do. I'm so glad. I, I'm I'm surprised that you brought the idea. <laughs> Go for it. Well, I've been I've been um, wanting to try this actually for a while, especially on a podcast. So I think yours will work quite well. Excellent. We we um, we often rely on our guests to make us look good. Oh, perfect. Well, I hope this works out. We're going to it's like a big, you know, experiment and uh, it can either be funny or it can go serious. It really all depends on what you guys decide to tell. Oh, I'm not, I'm not worried, Aaron, because like a wise man once said, the chicken of China, the Chinese chicken. Is that Jesus? You have a drumstick and your brain starts ticking. (laughs) Oh God, this this is who I work with now. (laughs) Jealous. Jealous. (laughs) Well, actually, uh, side note, I mean, Francesco and I, worked together for many years yes 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 in the the world of retail we got in a lot of trouble together fun trouble between the two of us um but still to this day many an inside joke occurs on like daily conversations with francesco so (laughs) no listen no listen no joking aaron is the first person who taught me sign language (laughs) she taught me like my first Seriously, she taught me my very first sign language. I did. Like real sign language? Oh, yeah. Or bu- oh, yeah. Or busted, like, you know, retail code sign language. <laughs> well, both. Both. Okay. But she definitely, she is, I don't know how much of it she remembers, but she taught me a lot of sign language. And nice. you used it that day. I did. With a customer. I feel like- I feel like you may have told me this story recently, too. <laughs> he's signing right now. Oh, I can't see, so who knows what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I'm probably going to be called by the government. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, my gosh. All right, so, Aaron, what you got for us, okay. girl? <laughs> so, it is a storytelling game because we are all wonderful storytellers. And it's called 10 Second Stories. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a topic. You can be funny with your story. You can be serious. It honestly totally depends on where what story pops into your mind. You can also pass on the topic. So if you can't think of anything or if you just don't want to go down that road, you don't have to. Um, and you have to tell the story in 10 seconds. Oh, fuck. Okay. Normally, after you tell the story, it just, it brings up so many more questions as to, like, what in the world happened. So, again, we could just, like, you know, go, if you're down for it, just go on tangents and just see where these stories take us. 
I love it. Let's do it. Who wants? I can't wait. Okay. Um, so let's start. <laughs> let's. Start, I have a whole list in front of me. Let's start with the topic of public restrooms. Fran, I think you should go first. <laughs> How did I get voted in? <laughs> public. Okay. Um, public restrooms. There was a time where I was starving and I went to a public restroom in a park and the only thing there was five seconds was the urinal urinal cake. And I took the urinal cake and I spread cream cheese on it because that's what I keep in my pocket. And I just enjoyed it right there in the restroom watching a man play with his penis. Okay, so a couple things. <laughs> One, you may have gone over time. Yes, he did. You went over time by like 12 seconds. So the man was not playing with his penis. <laughs> so what does a urinal cake taste like? It's very chalky and it tastes like the body of Christ. <laughs> oh, how far away were you from his penis? Probably about a centimeter. Because <laughs> I because that's where I got the cream cheese. Oh okay. okay. You're disgusting. He had it in his pocket. It was Philadelphia, and it was not even on sale. It was the real thing. You're disgusting that you thought what you thought. And I don't even know what you thought because you're Beirutian, and Beirutian people think this way. Wow. Racist. I'm not racist. You're Lebanese. You're racist. (laughs) Okay. All right, Miss Coco, do you have one? It's your turn. I'll I'll time you. I do, and a true story too. Okay, when you're um, ready, I'll I'll count you down. I'll say one, two, three, go. You ready? ready? One, two, three, go. So I went into a public restroom in Central Park, and there was a naked woman um, washing her vag in the sink. <laughs> <laughs> that was your aunt. <laughs> Were you? Yeah. Were you looking in a mirror at yourself while you did that? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, were you alone or are you with that random island of misfit toys and friends that you have? I was with that island of misfit friends. I'm, yeah. yep. Because, you know, things like that are bound to happen with that misfit group. <laughs> did you get that woman's number? No, I failed to move on that. Wow. <laughs> Was it a nice vagina, though? <laughs> um, not really. Oof. Oof. And we don't we don't, mean, don't offend anyone, but the the fact that she was naked, I mean, just I mean, it's safe to say she was also homeless, Ooh, right? So yeah, bush. You know, yeah. do what you do what you need to do with what you got. <laughs> She's. You know, doing what you can. Exactly. <laughs> Coke Coco's starting the next story, by okay. the way. Um Ooh, okay, here we go. That friend you no longer speak to. Yes. Oh. Yeah, she was very judgmental and she basically said that I enjoyed 
living in my lies. Whoa, that was 10 seconds, too. Wow. Wow. Can I ask you what, what, a question? Yes. What language was that story told? In? I don't know. Like, it was so <laughs> flustered. Like, it was, it was partially, like, Canadian, Lebanese. There was a little bit of, like, I don't know, something else in there. Listen, at least they didn't go over time. Listen, my story was good and deep, and it was in English. <laughs> Your shit was in some, like, desert-trodden country. <laughs> We're going to lose all of our listeners, our, our hundreds and hundreds. Half, of- listen, 90% of our listeners are in a desert somewhere <laughs> right now. They've got, they don't have a sandwich to eat, but they've got Wi-Fi. Okay. <laughs> Your turn. The friend that doesn't talk no, to you anymore? No, the friend is that what it was? you no longer speak to. I no longer speak to her because she used to take her underwear off in my bathroom when she visited and left them on the floor. Oh, shit. (laughs) What? (laughs) Fran doesn't like underwear strewn across floors. I don't. I don't like open face sandwich (laughs) underwear. Like, Like every time that they'd come over. Yep. Yep, they would somehow find their way to change in my bathroom when we were not even going anywhere. They were coming over for dinner. And then they're like, I'm going to use the bathroom. Then you go in there later on, like later after they left. And it was like a little souvenir. Is there a particular style of underwear that is more offensive than others? If it's white and it's got some kind of strip inside? Okay. It's got some kind of schmur. It's a natural part of the human body. You got a little schmur. A little bit of limon frost. <laughs> a little uh, limon frost. A little cream when cheese. you put a little limon frost. <laughs> <laughs> you got a little rock. You got a little rock candy in there. <laughs> Entered another realm in this conversation. Listen, sort out the Christmas candy. That's all I'm saying. In the spirit of the holidays, let's sort out the Christmas candy, y'all. Oh god. Oh god. Okay, we need a palate cleanser. Oh, well, I told you this is up to you guys. <laughs> I think we need to go to a commercial. All right, let's go for a commercial break, and then Aaron will. Yeah. Get- Another. Aaron, that just means when we go to commercial, you just got to be silent. Oh, for five you got seconds. it. No problem. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll be right back. From later this week, we wish you a healthy, happy, and gluttonous holiday. Thank you for listening and be safe. All right, I just took off my drawers. We're back. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, do we want to? Coco is the Coco is the worst, and she's the most offensive. I need to up my game now. Mine have been pretty lame. I mean, just tell them in English, and we'll be okay. <laughs> okay. Um. Next topic. It's- Clowns. 
You need to go, Coco, because you love clowns. It's your turn. Really? Yes. When I was younger, I was touched inappropriately by a clown and found out that it was my cousin. Damn. Huh. Where, where, where did he touch you? In the circus. <laughs> How old were you? Circus age. <laughs> circus age. Well, that got dark. It got real. <laughs> <laughs> did it? I've, I've got a clown story. Oh, tell us. Please tell us. And you had more than 10 seconds because you're a oh, guest. Thank you. Okay, well, I'll try and do it in 10. It is um, next door neighbor was a clown. She also was an alcoholic. She'd roam around the neighborhood <laughs> barefoot, and one day she drove her car into a tree. Oh, my God. That, that, <laughs> that alone, you could write an entire novel. She was amazing. She, she, she also had a wandering eye. And when you're wearing clown makeup this. and you see that as a six-year-old, you are, it's, and it's terrifying. But she used to, she was, she was nice. I mean, she's harmless, but she had a drinking problem and she would roam around the neighborhood in her full clown costume and makeup. And like, you know, those dog leashes that are plastic and they're stiff and it's like a clown prop where you know, it looks like there's an imaginary animal in it. So she'd yeah. roam around the neighborhood with that. And then she'd call out to the neighborhood kids, like, come out and, and see the dog. So we'd, wa- we'd watch her from That's the window. Cre- <laughs> That's creepy. Okay, so, so Aaron, I just have to say, when you say she's harmless, you're not selling it. <laughs> well, it was like one of those where if you were outside playing and Noreen came out, like, all of a sudden the parents shuffled you back inside. It was one of those where they're like, hi, okay, kids, come on. Sad. I'm sure that like gave her a complex. Um, I I don't know if she knew what she was doing because she was so intoxicated. So <laughs> it's but wait, it's always Noreen. It's Noreen. always Noreen. Yeah. It's always. Is this a common thread in in your lives? Yeah, because Noreen is Lebanese. <laughs> That's a very Middle Eastern name. So is Colleen. What's your point? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really. And your sister's name is Jocelyn and your other sister's name is Linda. Wow. Let's be fair. I mean, if I'm going to translate one is and the other one's supposed to be and the other one's supposed to be <laughs> Wow. Wow. I'm just speaking Arabic from my high school days. <laughs> Because Arabic was my second language. Instead of Spanish, I took Arabic in high school. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Listen, Habibi, it's your turn, Habibi. Is it my turn? Okay. I was at a red light, and there was a clown on the side of the road, and I lowered my window, and he approached and handed me a corn dog. Now, when you say corn dog, it was a corn dog, like a real one. Yeah. Okay. Dipped in mayo. Whoa! Are you sure? 
<laughs> oh god. It, Could have been green cheese. Did you yeah. eat it? Oh. No. <laughs> I threw it at Oh, preach. Preach. <laughs> what is it about clowns though? Like why are people so freaked out by them? Because it's just they're they're creepy. Yeah. Like, it's it's their ma- the makeup. I mean, even if they try to be like I don't know, kid friendly, doing balloon animals, whatever. It just there's just something creepy about them. The way their makeup is on. I, I don't know. Well, I've never I've never been afraid of clowns, but I wouldn't, you know, want to be alone in an alley with one. <laughs> I don't know about you. <laughs> you might want to be. Yeah. Did, have you had like clown phobia? Like, have you ever had a fear of clowns? Either of you? No, I, I have not. No. And really, I think Noreen kind of helped calm that down because she was just like our neighbor. So, you know, so like she, mm-hmm. it just was a it was so much of a costume that she wasn't she really wasn't scary and it was just like oh yeah she's just like this sad alcoholic that dresses up in costume and roams the neighborhood but but like if we didn't mm-hmm. know that she probably would have been scarier yeah yeah do you think people's fear of clowns stemmed from what's his face that serial killer Ooh. i forgot what his name is Berkowitz? Not Casey, no. right no is it Casey? Casey, yeah john wayne uh, yeah like, but, I mean, I mean, obviously there were there were clowns way before him, mm-hmm. but there's that association because of what he did. And either I don't know if he dressed as a clown during those crimes or he just was some clown to begin with. There's that association now, and people have this fear of clowns. Is it? Do you think it's because of him or something more deeply rooted in history? Hmm. What you think, Fran? I think that we're this is why we're afraid of our 45th president. <laughs> <laughs> he's not he's not gonna be there for long. Five minutes. Ugh, five more minutes. He's wait. gone. Yeah. <laughs> all right, back to our fun stuff. Enough about the clowns, because you know later on Colleen's gonna spend all night looking at clown porn. <laughs> She's gonna be pouring up and she's gonna be sending me links and be like, Can you believe his makeup didn't smear after doing that? <laughs> he was handing out corn dogs to everybody at night. <laughs> corn dogs. Oh, she's a freak of the week. Listen, I'm all talk. I'm not, I don't do any of this stuff. She's the nasty one. Like she's always like, You're disgusting. And then she's like, <laughs> Wow. You're just Yes, and if you listen to our show out there, folks, you know that we always talk about things hitting her face, and this is what we're talking about. You're gross. I'm not gross. You're the one who engages. I'm not judging you. I want a divorce. Oh, that brings me to the next topic. Uh Uh-oh. The worst wedding. Hmm. I I actually went to a wedding where the bride it was a groomzilla and he he basically 
um, trash everyone. I'm, I know I'm over 10 seconds. Yeah, it's like 45 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Stop it. Trash all the vendors, and he was just a horrible, uh, horrible person. I don't understand yeah. when people, especially for like events and fun stuff like that, you know? Yeah, uh, like I was, I was mortified by, by his behavior actually, and I, I, I think that the wedding as well was a sham. I don't think he was. Um, I think he got married because it was expected mm. of him. I don't think he actually loved his wife. Are they still married right now? Oh yeah. Well, uh, I'm not sure. I have no idea. I was the photographer oh, at the wedding. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tell, what are, what are other stories about photographing weddings that you've seen? Um, for the most part, everything like nothing, nothing unusual. Like that was that was probably the only time that I was kind of taken aback by behavior and from a groom, no less. But every every other wedding that I've ever been to or photographed um, has been super fun like the couple has been very nice um like there's no nothing weird i did i did photograph um a ukrainian wedding once and they were so much fun oh my god i just wanted to party with them (laughs) it was really yeah but for the most part my weddings are pretty boring boring in the sense that there's no drama good thing yeah (laughs) Hmm. all right fran I don't know if this is a horrible wedding, but I went to a wedding once where it started pouring rain right in the middle of the wedding, and the bride's dress was sheer, and she had no. Did you leave him in your house? (laughs) (laughs) She did. I was eating them. Ew! Nasty. You asked. Why do you you have to take it to that level all the time? (laughs) Look who's talking. (laughs) Take out a mirror. You, okay. you dirty whore. <laughs> Do you have a wedding? Um, I think the worst wedding, which was also the best moment ever, was the maid of honor got wasted face and stood up and called off her engagement with her fiance and threw the ring at him at her sister's wedding. And then everyone like wow. slow clapped her off. <laughs> No. Yeah. Really? True. Yeah. Honest. Honest to goodness. Yep. She was. She got up with her microphone and was like, "Jimmy, I don't love you." And everyone was like, "Yeah." Was like, "What?" Damn it! Took a ring off, threw it at him, and then yeah, the dance floor. I I like that she waited until after they got married to tell him that she didn't yeah i guess she couldn't wait and then her actual the next person she became engaged to and married that was a disaster because her the whole family basically called her the night before the wedding her siblings and parents and was like this is not good we found some dirt on him and he has a warrant out for his arrest and he's been lying to you and so she married him anyways the next day and then within a month they're divorced and she lost the house. Wow. Yeah. Gotta listen to your that's family, a mess. you know? Family knows. Yeah. Damn that's it. A, that's a mess. Wow. Yeah. So I have one yeah, for you do guys. What I have. 
10 seconds. Embarrassing meal. Embarrassing meal, is that what you said? Yep, either one you cooked or one you attended. Oh, damn. Damn, nobody's Well, you're nobody's a little choppy, so I'm trying to get back a connection with you. <laughs> Embarrassing you meal. I can hear you now. <laughs> okay, I've got one. Do it. I was with 11 of my friends. We we're sitting at a table. There was a man named Jesus in the middle, and um, we broke bread. <laughs> Oh my god, so blasphemous! So blasphemous, Colleen. It's a good thing your mother doesn't listen to this show. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> she'll be like, Habibi, Habibi, <laughs> she'll be like, Baba Ganoush. <laughs> I, I have a legit embarrassing cooking story. Let's hear it. I was making some stir fry, and instead of a quarter cup of soy sauce, I put a cup and a quarter. It ruined it pretty much. It was inedible. That sounds delicious. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was pure salt, like it was oh. sodium. You couldn't do anything with it. Like you couldn't even, you know, cut it in half and dilute it. It was just ruined. That's gross. Mm. Yeah, it was gross. Not yeah. even reduced sodium soy sauce. It was like full force. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so I have a story, but it's going to be more than 10 seconds. Unless I no, talk really it. fast. <clears throat> okay. Had a friend who was trying out cooking for the first time. We tried to encourage them. They ended up making this appetizer where they didn't realize that they ended up using, instead of the silicone mat so it's non-stick, they actually used this <laughs> plastic mat. So the food ended up sticking to the, to, and when they pulled it out and we were eating it, we realized that the plastic stuck to it. So we had to pretend like it was delicious. So we didn't. Oh, what was the actual food or meal? It was like a, um, kind of like a quiche type of thing with a crust. And they had, instead of putting a silicone mat inside the pan, I guess it called for it. I don't know. Something came <laughs> So. <laughs> but instead, so, they put like this plastic. I don't know where they got it. Probably Canada. I don't know. I, I just don't know. But they took it <laughs> in Canada. So. I mean, I had the piece that said made in Toronto. But it was. If lost, return to Colleen. <laughs> nothing Toronto <laughs> yeah nothing's made in Toronto she's right so it's but anyway so we were trying to be like it was like me and a couple of friends and we're like oh it's great you're fine it's delicious and meanwhile we're looking looking at each other like throw it out don't eat it <laughs> so did you actually eat plastic or no no we ate the top of it because we okay. realized the bottom had be do you know me I am fat, but not that fat. I'm not eating plastic. <laughs> so we ended up taking the piece and we were like, ooh, we're going to pick the top. And when the person went down the room, we're like, oh my God, so delicious. We we're like, let's throw this shirt out. We're going to cancel. <laughs> right? 
Oh my god, that's awful. Yeah, but listen, it's what you do for friends. <laughs> um, someone once told me that their mother uh, used to, or their grandmother used to, you know, when you get vegetables and it comes wrapped in in like a, a blue rubber band or something like oh. that. Yeah, it was. I think it might have been asparagus. I can't remember, but they were they boiled oh. it with the rubber band. Yeah, and the water was disgusting. Oh, it's like a hot condom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just reminds me of that scene in, have you seen um, uh, Bridget Jones's diary? When she tries to cook dinner for her friends and she tries to make a leek soup and she, she it, it the directions were to wrap it with some kind of kitchen thread. And she didn't have any, but she had this like blue plastic string and it turned the soup oh. blue like this awful off murph blue it was just really really bad oh. <laughs> yeah it was it was hilarious though <laughs> you know it's a good segue because we have a segment on our show which was what last episode or two episodes ago we had an episode we have a segment called cooking with laura and i think yeah i think it was last episode no two episodes oh. ago yeah yeah we're working a lot two episodes ago yeah yeah so we have a segment called cooking mm-hmm. with laura aaron and we basically we quiz laura on her cooking <laughs> capabilities and she really doesn't have any so we try to ask her what those things are and it's very interesting to hear her answers so for those of you listening if you have not heard that episode please go back two episodes and listen to it because I have had several people I know listen to it and just are like, that is ridiculous. And they think Laura is hired. Wow. They think she's an actress. No, it's true. She's uh, We quiz her on her food knowledge. And one day when this whole coronavirus thing opens up borders again. We oh, want that Laura would be so funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're thinking we're going to give her like, certain ingredients and then see what she does with it yeah that would be amazing yeah can't wait she'll be just like chicken and maple syrup i'm gonna make (laughs) pancakes Pancakes. have you guys been finding you've been cooking a lot more like experimenting with food during this time this crazy crazy time i mean i i do cook in general i i've i've um it's funny, like when when the whole lockdown started and everyone was, you know, shopping like crazy, getting supplies like Armageddon was happening. You know, I started thinking, oh, my God, I need to stress just like everyone else. Like, you know, you couldn't find yeast anywhere to make bread. Like people started making bread like we were back in the pilgrim ages. Like it was it was insane. And I and I, I felt like I needed to do the things that everyone else was doing the baking and all of this stuff and i was baking things mm-hmm. that i normally didn't bake and i gained and i gained so much weight i'm like okay i need to chill and just go back to the way i was <laughs> we're not gonna starve there's no reason to be making all of this stuff like i mean i i i'm i cook to begin with on a regular basis but i haven't you know really changed in terms of like i mean i i i like to try new things but i'm not i'm not going out of my way to like do crazy experiments or anything like that yeah 
Yeah. Well, she's like, where do I find yeast? Come on. <laughs> you couldn't for the longest time. No store had any. I know where to get it. Ew, you're gross. No, you're gross because that's what I was saying. I was going <laughs> to give you a list of stores that sell it. Sure. You are gross. I don't know why you go there immediately. Like, you're the one who starts folding back foreskin. I didn't even start okay. there. Okay. <laughs> so, Erin, how has COVID been treating um, you? I think out of, out of you know, the majority of the population here, I think I'm I'm doing okay. And, uh, yeah, it's been, yeah. It's, uh, it's been quite quite the experience. I'm like a hermit. You know, I work half a day in person, and then, then the other half I'm working virtually from home. But, um, yeah, it's just um, – you know, actually, one of my topics or one of my other questions was, uh, or that friend that you no longer speak to, I realized that um, this has this has also been testing friendships with trust. Like, I, I don't see anyone mm-hmm. besides my parents and my significant other and my coworkers at work, but we, you know, we all stay distant, always masks, no small gatherings, no barbecues, no dinners, you know, none of that type of stuff is happening. And, um... So a friend who I hadn't seen for a year or so reached out and she's like, oh, you know, we should get lunch. It's really, it's going to be really nice this weekend. We can eat outside, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, I'll agree to to that as long as we, you know, keep our masks on and all that good stuff. And so we meet up, stay outside, get a deli sandwich. And we're, we're sitting in the front of my apartment building on the lawn. And... During our conversation, she talks to me about how she thinks she may have been exposed to a person with COVID. I was like, why are you here with me then? Like, I was like, why are you here? Why are we meeting right now? Yeah, that's that. That's messed up. That's truly fucked up. Here's my here's my problem with the twat of your friend. So here's the thing. Okay, it's one thing if she was like, hey, listen, I really thought I was exposed. I got tested before I got here like a week ago and realized after six tests, including the anal exam, I'm good. We are good. We can eat the sub. No one will lose their life or their lungs. So we're good. But the fact that she says that now, most importantly, and I want you to think about how did you react? Let me hear that. Um, I asked slowly. her, I was like, why are we meeting? Like, the, you know, I don't, this wasn't a good idea for us to have lunch together if you think you may have been exposed. And she's like, oh, no, it's fine. I don't even know. It's fine. It's fine. And then I was like, all right. And thankfully, honestly, this was happening at the end of the, uh, basically at the end of our lunch. So I would say it probably wrapped up like 10 minutes later. And I felt comfortable, at least with my choices. Like, I was far away from her. I had my mask on. The entire time, besides when we were eating, good. She was. She didn't come into my apartment. All that type of stuff. But I just was glad the lunch was over, and I haven't talked to her since. Yeah, you shouldn't. Yeah that that is a that is a violation. Yeah, of I think trust. you. We have to like you have Big. your your family members and your friends. Like you, there's an a level of so much trust that you're putting in these people that you that you see or you're forced to see at work that you're hoping they're making these good decisions for like your own safety and their safety. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Well, talking about being safe, let's go to commercial now. We need a break. Okay. 
Because we can't do this show unless people pay us shit. <laughs> Alrighty, we'll be right back. Hey there, this is Fran from later this week with Coco and Fran. Listen, I know, I know, that beard just ain't right. Well, I'm here to help you out. I've been the ambassador for Gracefully Yours, and Gracefully Yours is the product you will need. Have you not heard about Gracefully Yours? What? Gracefully Yours by Daria Jones is a collection of 100% natural grooming products. Yes, all natural. That caters to every man's beard, body, and soul. Each product is carefully formulated and handcrafted with real ingredients. Pure love, joy, and good intentions for the nourishment of your grooming routine. Just so you know, they've got beard balm, oils, and just straight up good stuff. Check out the newest line called Gym. G-Y-M, so you can grow it strong. Wow, that sounds hot. Go to their Instagram page, Gracefully Yours DJ. Yes, Gracefully Yours DJ, and slide into those DMs. Let them know that you're a listener of Later This Week, and you'll get 10% off with the code Francesco. Francesco, all one word. Once again, that's Gracefully Yours. Get it now. We're back. All right, we're back. <laughs> uh, I mean, listen, these commercial breaks are very important. I hope you all listen to what we had to say, and those breaks are very important. Like, but hey, we're back to being safe with friends and not being safe. You know, it's funny because I was just reading an article about the whole COVID thing, and people laugh about it, but it really is true that it almost is like, the time where HIV and AIDS became something that people started to talk about in society. And there was this level of embarrassment when people found out they were either possibly exposed to it Mm. or tested positive. Because I find that like right now, and it's two, it's, it's two different things, right? We can argue about this all all day long about how people contracted AIDS versus COVID. And, you know, if you're sucking someone's nose, yes, you're going to get COVID. But, um, but anyway, so the reality is that you get all these people who even are afraid. Like I had a friend the other night who was telling me that they knew someone who had COVID like months ago and the person has been still kind of staying away from people. And they're afraid to even tell people and the people that they are telling, they're kind of like, yeah, Mm -hmm. you're not going to see me for months. And their friends are kind of like, but isn't it over? Like, are you done with it? And they're like, I'm done with it, but I just don't want to get around people, especially people who know I had it, Mm -hmm. you know, because there's this level of like fear, Mm -hmm. like, cause I'm not going to lie. If you come to my house and you're like, I had COVID two months ago, I'm going (laughs) to send you out onto the porch. I'm not. I'm going to hand you a blanket <laughs> or a dish towel and go go sit on the cuz it's cold now. I'm trying to be nice. Go sit on go sit on the dish towel and I'll meet you outside. And when I meet you outside, don't be um don't be hurt by the fact that I'm wearing a tarp <laughs> wrapped around my face. Wow. Yeah, because I'm not trying to get it. I'm sorry. Because listen, I'm healthy, I'm young. I'm not going to get 
COVID's not taking me down. There are bigger beasts that are going to take me down. But who wants to be sick? And if anybody who knows me, I'm a germaphobe. Even when people were like, it could be 2015, right? And somebody's like, I have a cold. Get away from me. Get away from me. A cold's not going to kill me, but I don't want to be sick. I just don't. So how how vigilant are you? Like when you go to um, visit people's house, like when you go to their houses, um, are you wearing masks all the time? I'm not going to someone's house unless I know I get the complete history and I know what they're doing. Like most people that I know right now are working from home Mm -hmm. and they're just as crazy as I am about it. Like, you know, I know people who visit me and the ones who visit me are the ones who are like, I've been in the house all week. And I also, the last person who came in my house, within a week of coming over, they had three COVID tests because yes. of their job. Yeah. So I'm just like, no, I'm good. Because I know COVID's not going to take me down. There's bigger beasts. But the reality is, who wants to be sick? Who wants to no. be sick? Of course not. You know? I think for me, it's the fear of the... Yeah. That asymptomatic, you know, like the only house I've been in has been, quite frankly, my parents because they live nearby. And before I went to go out and see my Mm -hmm. significant other, uh, you know, we both got COVID tested to make sure we were good. But even with my my folks house, I mean, I consider them in my bubble, but we wear masks. We're six feet apart or we'll sit outside. And it's just... I don't know. I, my, yeah. my fear, especially with yeah. work, is that I'm around a lot of people at work and a lot of children. And a lot of the cases have been asymptomatic children. So it's like I that fear of like bringing it home to my parents is really terrifying. And that's the thing that people don't seem to understand, like especially those individuals who are so adamant about not wearing masks because it's infringing on their rights and all this other stuff. All they're doing is thinking about themselves and not thinking about the people that are around them. Like if they're, if, if they're, if they have parents that they see on a regular basis or whatever, like it has nothing to do with you. Just protect the public. Just do your job in protecting, doing your part in protecting the public because the people who are the people who are hell bent on not wanting to wear a mask, they're complaining because they don't want to wear it for the 10, right. 15 minutes that they're going to be in that store. Meanwhile, the people who are working in the store or wherever wherever we're talking, they have to wear it their, their, the entire day. So it's like you're you're complaining for 10, 15 minutes of wearing a mask. Like just grow up and and wear. Yeah. You know, but you also have to understand there's a whole group of people that don't even believe it's a real thing. They don't believe that this is even a real thing. They believe like it's been created somehow or some kind of like bizarre, like whatever. So and, aren't, and haven't those people died? been um, been getting the coronavirus themselves? They have. But, you know, people don't want to talk about that. See, listen. If it was up to me, um, those anti-maskers would hate me because I'd be like, after the coronavirus even touched our country, I'd be like, from now on, even after Corona is 100% gone, you all have to wear masks all the time. 
because you are nasty, you're disgusting. And when you have to tell an entire group of adults, wash your hands after you wipe your ass after taking a dump. You, right? Is that, that something is we're supposed to do? Like, grow up. <laughs> yes. I was actually looking at a sign outside of a store where, you know, it said uh, masks are required, yada, 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 keep, keep a safe distance from people. And then at the bottom of the sign, it said, be kind. Like, it's really shameful that we have to tell people to be kind. Why, why do you need to be told this? Shouldn't this be a, a, already a natural thing you do when you go out and you're interacting I, with people? I think part of it, I mean, no. I think Francesco and I have talked about this before and you guys touched upon it too at one point. Like working in a service job where like you are interacting with the general public creates a lot of empathy yeah. towards people in those positions that that you interact mm-hmm. with because you get it you're like oh my god yeah i've dealt with for 12 hours a day you know customers that are demanding and rude and i i know i do like when i if i go into a store it's just like i i why would i try and make someone's life more challenging and difficult you know but that's but you're coming from someone who has worked in retail they're the the people who so you have that empathy already you know you know right that job entails and the the stress that you know COVID or not the 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 bullshit that people in retail have to deal with on a regular basis right um it's those individuals who have never worked in any form of service in any type of service industry and they they just don't know how to behave or treat other people and it's shameful. It's really shameful. I think what's shameful is that we expect more from people. Um, you know, at my age, I don't expect very much from anyone. Uh, where what I, I what I would love people to be is very different than what they are. And I think, and I go back to the whole washing hands again. Like the fact that you have to tell people over and over. If you would have watched me, like even over a year ago get out of the car, go into a store, come back from a store, come home. Like there is no one, I promise you, who washes their hands more or puts sanitizing gel on their hands. Like, because I just know people are nasty. And yes, I'm a little bit of a germaphobe, but this is exactly the perfect reason. People are nasty. They're gross. Male, female, I don't care where you're from. You could be from Libya. I don't care. You're nasty. Everyone's nasty. It's true, and and it's and I love it's, Libya. It's sad that we have to tell people to wash their hands. <laughs> yeah, it is nasty, but you know, that's what happens. Um, <laughs> God, you guys are downers. This is not a good topic. <laughs> fucking fucking downers. I want to get back. To, oh, I want to get yeah. back to the clown and the corn dog. No, no, he's gone. Colleen, when was the last time you had sex? <laughs> What? What kind of question is that? That was good. That was. Good. I don't know. I was trying to break the tension. Yeah. And Aaron's your, like, "Well, your answer is." <laughs> Aaron's like, "Well, there was." She was like, "There was a question asked." Oh. <laughs> yeah, Colleen's dirty, and I I get so much I get so much heat for being the dirty mm-hmm. one on the show, but she's the secret slut. No, Frank Frank's the slut of the show. 
<laughs> I, listen, I'll take it. <laughs> listen, I wish I wish I had I wish I had slutty ears. Okay, there is so much lube I haven't tried. Oh my god! Like, you know, I'm looking at the zoo. My hair looks good tonight. Look at this. Look at this. So picture i'm getting my hair cut on saturday but look at this it's all right nice this is what we do on the show erin nice it's all about frank's vanity <sighs> it's about my vanity but it's her getting pissed off whenever yeah, but was posted kn- that she doesn't but think that's, she looks good that's what i was gonna say but like, so I talk it's about my that vanity with, with my boyfriend because Pat all the time i'm like what if he takes a photo it's the usual like what do i look like does it look good and he's like oh you just don't like being photographed. And I was like, no, I'm vain. I want to look good. <laughs> we all do. When he, he, Frank just somehow manages <laughs> to take the most unattractive photos of me. I don't think they're unattractive. I think they're good photos. It's just, there's a hard photo. Well, are you warning her that you're taking a photo? Fuck no. But even when they're, even when they're like, I promise you, Aaron, if I sent you some of these photos, you'd be like, what's wrong with you in that photo? Because honestly, it's like, you look good. Trust me, they're busted. That's not the point. The point is, this is all subjective conversation. The fact is, is that she. Can but Colleen, do you have like, uh, like do you have like a photo face? It. Like, if someone's going to take your picture, do you have like a certain face you make? No, because I I truly am an unphotogenic person, and whether Frank wants to believe it or not, it's true. No, I I, I, I believe it. I I am an unphotogenic <laughs> person. <laughs> it really, it's true. I've told this I've told this story to 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 Frank and I've told it to many people. I once had I joined a gym. This is when I was living in Montreal. I joined a gym with my friend and we had our photo IDs taken. Oh, I love that. And our photos taken for our little our ID cards and the day that we came in to pick up our cards they handed mine face down and they slid it across the counter and they said oh, we're so very gosh. sorry. And I thought, well, "Why?" <laughs> and I looked and it was a, the most atrocious photo you can ever think of. Like, it didn't even look like me. And, yeah, it's it's a an ID that I still have because it truly is. And she, made, and she made the mistake of sending it to me. So now it is in my phone, in my address book, in my phone. Her photo, nice. that's what comes up when she calls me. Yeah. Yeah. I think you look wonderful in that photo. Shut up. You look like you look like the bride to be. No, I don't. I mean, you were just like, it looks like somebody <laughs> hitting the head with a boot before that photo. Somebody's like, here's a boot. Boom. And you were like, Yes, I'd like to see it. I will I'll show you the photo, Aaron. Oh my God. So what was the what was the last is that um, it for the stories? Do we have any more 10 to, seconds? Um, uh, we could do Stranger Danger. I'm not clear on stranger danger because I really don't have that instinct. Like if people are stranger and they danger, I'm like, ooh, when you coming in? <laughs> Colleen is stranger danger. Never trust a man carrying a purple whoa um fanny pack. What happened with that? That's my stranger danger. <laughs> well, fanny packs, you know, they're just never attractive. <laughs> Yeah, I'm always saying stranger danger for me is never go to an adult bookstore where someone's limping and they're drunk and they say, don't do that. Okay. You were there for that. That's a true story. 
Yeah, I, me and Colleen used to frequent an adult uh, bookstore earlier together. Podcasts of you guys talking about stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And um, what episodes have you listened to during the beginning, or you know, it's for me, it still felt like the beginning of the quarantine. So I would put on the podcast while I was um, making art, or sewing, or baking and stuff. So I just kind of ripped through a bunch, right? throughout when you guys were recording them yeah it was nice it was like sitting in that's the awesome room, you know listening and being a part even though I wasn't obviously speaking to you guys but being a part of a conversation it felt normal of like you know we can't socially meet and especially during that beginning time it was such a I mean it still is a weird time but it definitely was so strange so it was nice to just put you guys on you know in the background yeah. and it was just like almost like having company over. That's, that's awesome. That's what, And listen, you know, it's kind of what we, our intention was with the show. When we started it, we were like wanting to be that voyeuristic phone call that everyone's listening to. Like you don't have to participate. And you can certainly sit <laughs> right. there and go, these two are so yeah. fucked up, you know? And we're, and we're literally talking about shit that other people talk about. And the second they're like, you guys are fucked up. I'm like, you never thought of that. Stop it. <laughs> Just stop. Stop right now. Because I've, I've met people in all walks of life, no matter how proper they are, they're like, yeah, they do that. People pick their nose. People, you know, people get afraid when a fat person sits next to them on a oh bench, afraid that it's going to crack. Like, everyone wow. feels that way. Those are natural things. Those are natural human things. You guys stop it. You've never been afraid of a big person sitting next to you on a little dinky bench and afraid that you're going to fall. Maybe, maybe not a bench, maybe something else. Like what? A harness? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. You tell me. An elevator? I don't know. A rickshaw? She's like, oh, a I was on a rickshaw and a fat man <laughs> sat next to me. Wow. Yeah. I mean, really. I mean, but Colleen is really a chubby chaser. So she's like, oh. what's your number, bro? <laughs> you, you've painted quite the image. <laughs> Listen, you've painted that for yourself. If you go back to episode one through seven. <laughs> so, no. <laughs> but. You know, that's great that you got that from us, Aaron, because we're here what are, to inspire. What are you guys thinking of doing for uh, season two? Uh-oh. Go on, Cokes. Go on, Cokes. Go on, Cokes. <laughs> more of the same, but I think we want to we want to try to bring more um, topics. Um, well, well, you know, we're going to have reoccurring segments, working those ones out a little bit more, fleshing them out more, and, and try to have those more polished um but we're like fundamentally we want to maintain that whole you know yeah people Mm -hmm. are listening in on our conversation type feel you know and also you know we do you know to clarify we structure our episodes like aside from tonight where we had a surprise guest our our episodes are are certainly structured like we we have like we write the episode. Obviously, we don't write what we're saying, but we outline our episodes. We give a certain theme and what we're doing. And, 
you know, we have these other out, these other segments, like last episode, I interviewed a shaman. We had, Mm -hmm. we have an ongoing segment called Ask Akila, who is our advice columnist, who does advice for people. Um, We do that. But also for me, what I want to do is because I'm such a star fucker. I want like our new season to have a little more like kind of elevated, elevated guests, like notable guests, like people know them, like, you know, famous people, people that are, even if they're not a list, <laughs> you know, they're at least P list, you know, stars. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and that's what I've been working on just trying to like, and I already have someone who's like 99% committed nice. to doing the show, which is going to happen new season. So, mm-hmm. We're going to kind of do celebrity stuff and, you know, and I've got a celebrity segment that we've been developing like celebrity news, um, which I think people like, or they're lying to me. And, (laughs) but season two is going to be a little more elevated. We're also like working on some technology. We're trying to change the technology of the show a little bit. Yeah. Cause Colleen is the big tech person. Like, you know, we've always had this real strong balance of me being content and her being real, like the tech and the sound and the editing, like she really is good at that. I, I, I try, there's definitely challenges, but we, yeah, I'd like to be able to, you know, find alternatives so that we can have less issues when it comes to audio. Right. But also the, the issues that have occurred have been out of your control. They've been based on what we're handed. Like we're doing the best we can with what we're handed. And the fact that we're in quarantine and we're able to do this show across country, you know, it's Mm -hmm. like she's in another country and we're here. So we'll see. I'm excited to see, you know, where, where all of this is going to go next year. I'm still amazed that we're still doing this. I'm not. Why not? (laughs) I mean, what else do we got to (laughs) do? It is so easy to just. It is. You're right draw like let things go because we've we've committed to this and we we've com- we've committed to an episode every week since we started yeah and that you know not everyone who starts this can can man- maintain it not that we've been doing it for for years and years it's only been a few months but it's like i'm really happy with and proud of the fact that we've gotten this far I mean, you know? co- correction, you said a few months, we've been doing this for six months. So yes. that's quite a bit. Like, I know people start podcasting, they just become too hard. And the other thing is, is that there's been times where we've recorded this on the day before it's going to air. Yeah. And we were able to edit it and get it up because we were so worried about not having a show up because, you know, yeah. our listenership is growing and we've got. Mm, totally. That is we're awesome. International now. Yeah. Yeah. And we also have, you know, we're moving towards more sponsorships right now. We have gracefully yours, which is a commercial that I'm sure you're going to hear in this episode. And that aired last week for the first time. And, and they're our sponsor and we're moving in that direction. I mean, I would love here on the air, I'm going to throw it out there. Contract aside. I would love to have Aaron on at least once a month just to give us 10 second stories. Yeah. You guys want to be awesome. I'm always down for stuff. You know, when I said to Erin tonight, I said to her, because, you know, tonight we had another segment set up. And I said to Erin, 
I need you to be my Amy Sedaris because Amy Sedaris used to show up on David Letterman whenever a guest couldn't make it. He would just yeah. call her because she lived close by. <laughs> and yeah, like, wasn't she like, like the number one guest? Like the guest that was on his show the most? <laughs> yeah, because she would show, cause she'd show up all the time. Like all of a sudden J-Lo would be like, I can't make it tonight. And he would, they would, his people would call her like an hour before the show and she would show up in her <laughs> red dress and be like, so I was making cookies. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Yeah, and it's just like, that's kind of what entertainment was about at one point. Like, I think some of these late night shows are lacking because I think every time they have a guest on, it's always someone who's like relevant in doing something at this moment. You wrote a book, you did a movie, you came out with an album, you're on the show. When you used to watch Johnny Carson back in the 80s, the 70s and 80s, he would have someone on just to have him on. Yeah. You know? Someone who wasn't in the limelight for 20 years would just show up. What are you promoting? Nothing. I'm smoking a cigarette and having a cocktail. What what do you want to talk about? You know, want to talk about all the famous women I dated? Let's talk about it. You know what I mean? Zsa Gabor would just show up or Charo would show up. Exactly. When was the last time they actually did something? No, she was on Love Boat all the time. She was like, I wasn't on Love Boat this week, but it repeated. It was a repeat episode from three years ago. That's what I want to do. I want to have people on like that. Like I have a guest, I have like a wish list of guests that we're going to have on that are like famous people, but they're people that you're kind of like, when you hear their names, you're kind of like, Oh, I remember them. Is there, is there anything you'd like to, 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 no, to say, think, to share, um, to plug? I, th- I just hope everybody stays goodbye. safe and um, that people aren't so lonely. It's really what I hope. That's true. Yeah, so if you want to reach Erin, she can be she's available at erinmadagascar.com. All right, Erin, you have a great evening. Thank you so much Thanks, for joining guys. us here Thank on you. Later This Week with Coco and Fran. Thank you. So this is Coco, and this is Fran, and we're the Later This Weeks, and this is all, this is it for us, right? Yeah, um, I, I guess we should let the listeners know as well that the the next episode after this will be the last episode for us uh, for this year because we're going to take a couple of weeks off for the holidays and we're going to regroup. <laughs> no, that wasn't for you. That was oh. Jeremy, Jeremy over here in the studio just made a noise. I'm sorry. Sorry. So yeah, we're going to take a couple of weeks off and we're going to regroup and come back to you uh, in the new year with a new um launch dates instead of friday nights or fridays for new episodes it's going to change to mondays every monday in the new year new episodes of later this week with coco and fran so stay tuned everyone we are looking forward to the new year all right guys thank you so much for coming and um erin madagascar give it up for her. She did a great job tonight. Uh, we had a fantastic time with her and yes. we hope to uh, get you guys back next week. And then after that, I don't know, we're going to throw up here. Maybe, you know, if we take a couple of weeks off, you guys might get some, like, I don't know, some past episodes, some underwear on the floor in the bathroom. I don't know, stories, things, something. So that's it. You guys have a great night and we may add or may not add. Don't be disappointed if the show just ends. We may add or not add some phone call that we had. 
<laughs> we'll we'll Garçon, ça c'est mon alarme, son reste sur la station, mon bout à fond, cul.